Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I wanted us to sing. What a fellowship. What a joy divine. Leaning on the everlasting guns. Hallelujah. Father God Almighty, we give you thanks. We give you praise and honor. You are God and you are King of Kings. We have come here to worship you, to honor you, to give you all the reverence that you deserve. So Father Lord, take full control of this time. We ask that the Holy Spirit ministers to each one of us and even those who are on the line now and forever. Amen. Praise the Lord. How wonderful it is to be here during this time of the day to bless God. Our topic that we have been given is released from fear. Released from fear. I'm not going to really things, I mean, uh, define fear because I know many of us know what fear really is. Because fear starts coming to us from that time when we are young. It grows with us and it continues 
and will always be around us. Now, Psalm 34, we're going to read Psalm 34 from verse 4 to 9. We're going to read from verse 4 to 9. I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. <coughs> Test. <coughs> Sorry. Test and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his saints. For those who fear him lack nothing. Hallelujah. For those who fear him lack nothing. Now, from this scripture, we are going to see, I'm going to show you that there are three different fears. There are three different types of fears. One is the fear that needs you to be delivered from. The first one, I sought, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. So there is a fear that needs you to seek God. There is fear that needs you to seek God. You need to come to the presence of God and he will deliver you from that form of fear. That is fear number one. We will come, we'll expound on that fear later. Now, the second fear, verse seven, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. Now, there is a fear in which you need the protection of God. You need divine protection from that fear, and we shall look at that fear. That's the second fear. Now, the third fear in the scripture, and then also the second fear again is, test and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. That fear that makes you to hide in God. You fear. Sorry. You fear and then you hide in the Lord. You need to be encamped. You need to hide under his vestments, under his, his wings, under his shadow. You need that fear. That's the second one. And then the third fear, fear the Lord, you he sends. Fear the Lord, you who he sends. For those who fear him lack nothing. Now, this fear is the fear of reverence to God. Is obedience. Is taking, honoring God. And understanding that God is almighty. 
God is all-knowing, all-powerful, all-present, all-loving, all-wonderful, all-everything that you have. He is the creator of heaven and earth. So I will give him reverence. I'll fear him. I'll obey him. I'll obey his commands. And it is that fear, that obedience that brings you to this service at this time. A big hand clap to the Lord. It is that reverence that makes you to leave whatever you are doing at this time and you say, let me go to the house of the Lord at this time and seek him and pray and be in his presence. This is the third fear. Praise the Lord. So, but fear always has a way of coming into our lives. Even if you are very courageous, there is that fear that comes. It's, 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 it's like a natural phenomena. It just comes, you have fears, there's always some reason to fear either losing someone, to fear losing a job, the fear of death, you may fear snakes, or being bitten by a scorpion, or you fear accident. As you enter the vehicle, you have fear that you can easily get an accident, you have fear of being knocked by a border border, fear of losing a child, fear of losing a pregnancy, and all that. That seems to be the normal fear. It, 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 it seems to be, you know, you, are, you can just have all those fears around you. You have those fears all the time. There's always something. I'm not really sure about this. I have fear about this. I have fear. That seems to be the normal fear that comes away. So, and through simple encouragement, you can overcome it through simple encouragement. You know, there are people who are gifted in encouragement. They can encourage you and, and just, you come out of that seemingly is a fear, natural fear of, you know, anything that can hurt you, can harm you, and that. So they are encouragers. There are people who can encourage you to come out of that fear. Fear of being in marriage. You fear, is it going to work or it's not going to work? How will it be? Am I going to get children or I'm not going to get children? You know, those kind of fears. You need encouragers. But there is also fear of the Lord, which is actually obedience. We have seen that was the second fear. So, this fear, in order to conquer this fear, you must seek God. You must seek God. You must hear from God. This kind of fear, you must hear from God. You seek him in obedience 
and you have to hear from him. And he gives you instructions. He gives you uh, a direction. He gives you uh, uh, a hearing and he talks to you. So Proverbs 14, 27 says, the fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, turning a man from the snares of death. The fear of God is a fountain of life, gives you life. You know, by the time you think, I cannot miss that lunch hour, I can't be in Kampala and I miss that lunch hour. I can't be in my office and I miss that lunch hour. It means the fear of God is becoming your fountain. You know that you are going to live by that kind of life. You are going to go in that direction. By the time you say, you know, I feel I have not given God enough time this week. I need to seek God this week. Then you know there is a relationship that is growing between you and God. It's not just coming to pray. It's not just, you know, worshiping because others are worshiping. No, there is a relationship that you are building. There is a relationship that you are building with God. And now you feel if you are not there, he is there. So what am I doing in this place when actually God is in the place of prayer? God is in my place of prayer. That fear has so many rewards. That fear is the fear of obedience. It has rewards and we are shortly going to look at them. So it turns a man from snares of death and it brings life, abundant life to a man or a woman or a family. Praise the Lord. So when you fear the Lord, you understand he created you and is an authority. When you have that fear of God, that reverence, it means he created you. You understand that he created you. He's an authority in your life. He's powerful. He's power over your life. You must understand. So that is the kind of fear that, that's the kind of things that fear of the Lord brings to you. You know that is your authority. When Jesus says yes, he means yes. When he means no, he means no. We don't just sing these songs like that. We sing because we know he has the authority, he has the power, he has the reverence. We just sang leaning on the everlasting arms against, you know, when you are leaning in the everlasting arms, you are safe and secure from alarms of life. You are safe and secure from the alarms of life. Life is alarming. Life has alarms. Every time there is something alarming, that's why people develop pressure. That's why people develop stroke. That's why people develop heart problem because of alarms. 
You just lost this one and then you lost and then there's an accident, then there's something, then those are alarms. Can we sing that song again prayerfully? Safe and secure from all alarms. My Jesus, I want you to stand up. Leaning on the everlasting everlasting arms. I want you to pray. I want you to say a short prayer that I want to lean on you because you make me safe and secure from alarms. And I want you to mention what is alarming you right now. This is a lunch hour prayer. What is alarming you? What is alarming you? What is alarming you? Let's mention to God what is alarming you. Did you become, did you get something that did, you didn't expect? Did you fall in a big problem and you didn't expect to fall in that problem? Those are the alarms. The everlasting arms. Hallelujah. Just speak to God. They are real alarms of life. Father, Lord God Almighty, deliver us. Deliver me from the alarms of life. I want you to mention the alarms in your life. What has shocked you beyond? What has made you fearful? What is alarming you? Lasting love. my Savior. Leaning on the everlasting arms. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, when you fear the Lord, you understand He created you and is the authority. When you have reverence for God, you seek him and draw close to him. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all will be given unto you. When you seek the Lord, your God, you will draw closer to him. You will have that relationship, that powerful relationship with him. Lord, I want to know you. Lord, I want to hear you. Lord, 
I want to be with you. Where you are, I want to be also. Lord, I want to know you. Lord, I want to know you. Lord, I want to know you for the rest of my life. I want to know. Lord, I want to know you. Jesus, I want to know you. Lord, I want to know you for the rest of my life. I want to hear. Lord, I want to hear you. Jesus, I want to hear you. of seeking him, of knowing him, of looking for him, you will prostrate before him without anybody telling you. You will stand before him without anybody telling you. You will bow before him without anyone telling you. You will dance without caring, without knowing who is looking at you because you have a relationship with God. Now, Psalm 25, I know you have read it over and over. Verse 12 says, Who then is the man that fears the Lord? He will instruct him in the way chosen for him. God will instruct you. He will spend his days in prosperity if you fear him, and his descendants will inherit the land. The Lord confides in those who fear him. It's not everyone that God confides. God confides in those who fear him, those who go before him, those who seek him reverently, those who are always at the place of prayer. He confides in them. He begins to speak to them about the future, about the present things, about issues, about why things are happening like this. He makes his covenant known to them. Who does not want God to make his covenant known? Who doesn't want? Who doesn't want God to whisper something? But that is for those who truly fear him. Another thing, you, you will trust and love him. You who fears him will trust and love him. You are not scared of him. You genuinely know who God is. You cannot just be in church and you don't know who God is. You must know God. You must have a relationship. You worship him and you adore him. 
There are people who come to church because they just love to worship God and adore him. If they have missed the part of worship and adoration, they feel, oh, I haven't been in the presence of God. They feel so bad. Hmm? So you need to have that reverence, have that connection. So God is looking for people to relieve them or to increase the fear of God in them. But also, God is looking for other people who need to be relieved from fear. The other fear that we are going to look at. This is fear of God. This is fear. But there is another fear that brings... <coughs> that brings emotions that brings anxiety <coughs> excuse me there's that fear that brings emotions that brings anxiety too much anxiety this type of fear is easily motivated by demons is demonically motivated this kind of fear makes someone excessively anxious. There is excessive anxiety. You see that the person is... There is ex excessive anxiety. And you see that the person is restless, cannot sleep, is not stable, doesn't know what they are doing. They are over-anxious. That kind of fear is demonically motivated. That is the fear that you need to be delivered from. You need to be delivered from that kind. And, and they are struggling to cope with fear. You see that someone is struggling to cope with fear. They have fear of the unknown, fear of the future, fear of, you know, what of if I've not finished studies? What of if this happens? What of, they always have, what of, what of, what of. That fear makes someone unstable. It's not right fear. It's motivated spiritually. And it is dangerous fear. So, you have seen some people. They have, have you heard people who have worried dog, dolls? Worried dolls. They have dolls, eh? A doll. Do you know a doll? A doll. A picture of some baby or something. A doll. Hmm? Then, they call them Worry dolls. That now, when you are over anxious, you pick that doll and you begin to talk to the doll. Doll, today I am so sick. I have fear. I don't know what's wrong with me. What? They, they are called worry dolls. Hmm? So, how, uh, how are you going to help me? My dear beloved doll, 
how will you help me? Look at that nonsense. Most of those who are adults, they are abroad. There's someone I met who had 300 worry dolls. And she had all the names of these worry dolls. This one is like this. How, 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 are, uh, how are you? I want to tell you something about myself today. I am not okay. I'm what? Yes. Yes. What about you? What, why are you looking at me like this? Eh? Worry dolls. <laughs> By the time you decline to idols like that, you have a problem. You have an emotional problem. You have an emotional problem. That kind of fear is not acceptable. You must be delivered from that kind of anxiety, that kind of fear that wants you to be isolated. You know, I don't I don't feel like anyone should, should, should talk to me. I just feel I should be alone because, you know, I have so many attacks. There are so many enemies around me. I'm feeling them now. That kind of fear is not good. You need to be delivered from that fear. So, such fear that makes you nervous. You are nervous. You don't have sleep. You don't have you 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 have you have terrors in the night. You have you are scared of the night. You are scared of the night. You 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 the night brings you illusions and pictures and wild visions and snares and beasts, and all kinds of things. That fear, you must be delivered from that fear. Praise the Lord. So, do not give in to that type of fear. Don't, you have to refuse that kind of fear that terrorizes you, terrorizes your life. There is something within you that is terrorizing your life. And you are not free. You are not free. You are in bondage. There is a bondage of fear in your life. You must be delivered from a bondage of fear. So, God is your ever-present help in such terror in such terror of fear. God is your ever-present help. Let's read Psalm 91. Psalm 91 from verse 3 can help us, can help those who are in that terror of fear. It says, surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence he will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you'll find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You'll not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. 
Look at that serious terror of fear. Even during the midday, noon time, you are still scared. You have a pestilence disturbing you in the night. And you are not resting. You are not restful. You are, you are not safe from all the alarms of life. So that kind of fear needs deliverance. That kind of fear of such anxiety needs deliverance. Also, um, let's read what uh, Isaiah talks about, that kind of fear. Isaiah 41, verse 10 says, So, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Hallelujah. A big hand clap to the Lord. I will hold you with my righteous right hand so that you don't have any fears, you don't have any anxieties. Of course, we read in Matthew, we read of that fear in Matthew. That fear in Matthew is the other first fear that we talked about. In Matthew 6, uh, 25, where you are scared of food, where the normal fear, what I could call the normal fear, where you need an encourager. You see, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? It is worthless to worry. There's that song, I don't know if I remember it. Why do you worry? Why worry? When you can pray, trust Jesus. He knows the way. Don't be a doubting Thomas, but lean upon his promise. So why worry, worry, worry? When you can pray, why do you worry? When you can pray, trust Jesus. He knows the way. Don't be a doubting Thomas, but lean upon his promise. So why worry, worry, worry when you can pray? Please stand. I can see you are worried. I see only worried faces, so stand up. All of us now. Why worry when you can pray? Trust Jesus. He knows the way. Don't be a doubting Thomas, but lean upon his promise. So why worry, worry, worry when you can pray? Why worry when you can pray? Trust Jesus. He knows the way. 
Don't be a doubting Thomas, but lean upon his promise. So why worry, worry, worry when you can pray? I can see all of you are less than 40 years old because that song we used to sing many, many years ago. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Please sit. So why do you worry? when you can pray because prayer is the uh, uh, is the antidote prayer is the antidote for worries prayer is the antidote for worries if you are full of worries your prayer life should rise up when your prayer life rises up worry drops down anxiety drops down. When anxiety rises up and worry rise up, rises up, prayer dropped. That's the most dangerous situation anyone can be. When worry and fear and anxiety are on top of your life, and prayer has dropped. You're going to drop dead. Watch out. Watch out. And they should even not balance. You should not say, my prayer life is balancing with my anxiety and worry and fear. No. <laughs> eh? The prayer life must be high. Then this other one, anxiety, worry, fear, drop and you'll be healthy. Praise the Lord. That's how it works. Praise the Lord. So, why do you need, what do you need to do to be released from fear? Please, take note. What do you need to be released from fear? Different fears. I say there is the fear of God. There is the normal fear of life. But there is this fear that is more motivated by anxiety, emotions, demonically, you know, encouraged. That fear is the one that brings total confusion in the lives of people. And you must not, you must be delivered from all these fears especially that one. You cannot be delivered from fear of God, but you must be delivered from that kind of fear, from the natural, normal fear that you always have, and this other one that is excessive, you must be delivered. But then, the fear of God must be number one for you in your life. So what do you do? What do you need to do to be released from fear? Number one, realize that God is in control of your entire life. God controls your life and your future. So we are in his hands. Put your hand in the hand of the Lord who steal the waters. Put your hand in the hand of the one who calm the sea. 
Just take a look at yourself and you can look at others differently by putting your hand in the hand of the man who comes the sea. Praise the Lord. Put yourself, put your life in the hands of God. Put your hand in the hand of Jesus. He calms your seas. He calms your cares. He calms your storms. He calms your alarms. You cannot manage. That's number one thing you must do. Surrender your life to God because he calms the sea. Number two, commit your life to Jesus Christ by asking him to come into your heart and be your Lord and your Savior. Commit yourself. Every day commit yourself. Say, Jesus Christ, be my Lord today. Be my guide. Be my ever help, help today. Take full control of my heart, my desires, my wishes for this day. Lord, I need you in my life. Come into my family. Come into my office. Come into my church. I need you today on daily basis. That is what is called walking with God. You walk with God on daily basis. Number three, allow God, allow Jesus to control all your life every day. To control your problems, your cares, and you need to rejoice in him. Rejoice in the Lord always. And say again, rejoice. And bring all your petitions, your prayers, your requests, and everything to him. Bring everything. Whatever you think you need to bring to him, bring him. You know, God, you don't need to sort out what to tell God. You don't need to sort out what to bring to God. Just bring, say, God, today I'm bringing this. You know, this is what is happening in my life. I brought it to you. And you know this one, I brought it also. You know this is disturbing me, I've brought it to you. You know this one, this is my weakness, I've also brought my weakness to you. You know this is, this is what I want, I request of this. Request anything, all requests, all petitions, all everything that you need with thanksgiving, bring to him. A big hand clap to the Lord. The Lord's hands are open. The Lord's hands are open to everything, whether it looks nonsense or what. Do you, do you, do you, you, know, you know how children behave? They tell their dads anything. They tell their moms anything. Do they care? What the teacher said, what the, the priest said, what so-and-so said, how so-and-so behaved, or what, how the neighbor has shouted at them, because they were going to eat, they have chased them away. How anything do they mind? That is what pleases God. Even us, you tell him anything. Said, I've even failed to fix this, 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 this car. I failed to fix these instruments. I failed to do this assignment. I failed. You know, 
tell him everything, and surely he will be your father. He will be your God. Now, number four, seek deliverance from fear through prayer and reading of the word. That is very, very important. Seek deliverance from fear through prayer and reading the word. Prayer, as I said, is the antidote for fear. Seek. If fear has become excessive in your life, if you fear about everything, please, you need deliverance. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, we also read in our uh, psalm that we, every one of us always refers to Psalm 23. Psalm 23, verse 4. It's a standard for all of us. It's a standard. All of us uh, attribute to this uh, psalm, especially verse 4. It says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. What else do you need? Even if I fear. You know, when that fear comes, say, even if I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear any evil. I will not be alarmed by anything. For my God is always with me. And his rod for hitting the enemy and his staff for disentangling you from things is always there. Praise the Lord. So why should I fear? And you know, David was a man of problems. There is anybody in the Bible, that's why he wrote the Psalms. He was always in problems, troubles. From the time he was a little boy in the shape, looking after the, the, the herds and, and, and cattle and sheep, he was always in trouble, a man of troubles. So that's why he wrote. That's why he said, my rod and your staff, they comfort me, even if I am in this valley. And Saul, Saul even worsened David's fears for life. Terrified him, but his God was with him. So when we, are, when we become aware of God's presence, we don't have to be afraid, even in the darkest valley. When the presence, when you are sure the presence of God is with you, you don't have to fear, even when you walk through dark valleys. Because your God is always with you. Psalm 27, verse 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? This is consoling. Of whom shall I be afraid? He's my stronghold. I lean on him. He's my, my shepherd. He's, his rod and his staff, they comfort me because they are always with me. Praise the Lord. He's our ever-present help in times of trouble. 
God is always there. Psalm 46, verse 1 and 3. He's ever present. He's ever present. Israel was always engulfed with fear because of the enemies around. So many nations were ganging against, but they said, I will not fear because you are always ever present to us in times of trouble. They were always, Israel was always leaning on God and God relieved them of anxieties and fear. So brethren, we need to be relieved. We need to be relieved from this. You must not continue to have worries because your God is with you. Let us also read Psalm 56, verse 3 and 4. You know, all the Psalms are full of all these encouragements. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust. I will not be afraid. What can mortal man do to me? Praise the Lord. Who can attack me in the presence of God? Who can? Who else is more powerful than my God? And also, let us read Psalm 112. Psalm 112, as we come to a close, Psalm 112, verse 6 to 8, verse 6 to 8. Surely he will never be shaken. A righteous man will be remembered forever. He will have no fear of bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is secure. He will have no fear. In the end, he will look in triumph on his foes. Praise the Lord. You will not fear bad news if you trust in God. You will not fear bad news. You say, all right, it has happened. So what do we do now? What must we do? You not fear. And your heart is secure from alarms. Secure from all these things which will eventually make you, you know, a very strong righteous and, and, and not shaken. You will not be shaken. Nothing will shake you if you are embedded in God and you trust in him. No fear will tackle you. No fear will make you fall down. And, oh, oh, and finally, the spirit of God does not make us timid. It is full of power. It's full of love and self-discipline. As we read in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. It, the Spirit of God does not bring fear. So if you are spirit-filled and yet you are fearful, you are full of anxiety, there is a problem. There is a problem. The two cannot be together cannot indwell in one person. Fear and the spirit of God. No. If the spirit of God is with you, fear will not be there. If the spirit of, not, of God is not with you, fear will be with you. The two cannot be in one place. Shall we stand up? And let us sing that song again. This time, we are praying. We want to be delivered. Our theme is deliverance from fear.
And we have looked at three different forms of fear. Please rise up. We are going to pray now. And if you are terrified, if you are scared of there is a pestilence around you, there is a demonic pestilence, there is some form of fear that causes you to tremble, that brings anxiety. Please, as we sing that song, come in front and let us be delivered from that kind of horror. Is an horror. Is a horror. You should not be fearful. You should be set free. You shouldn't fear any cares of life. You should raise them with the Spirit of God. Because the Spirit of God is with you. So, you should not be fearing. What a fellowship, what a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting Fear of unknown. 
Release me from fear of the demonic world. Release me from every form of fear, my Lord. Release me from fear of lack of money. Release me from fear of lack of children. Release me from fear of marriage. Release me from fear of finishing my education. Release me from spiritual fear. Release me from fear of everything that causes me anxiety. Release me, my Father. Lord God Almighty, release me from every fear that destabilizes my mind, that destabilizes my heart, that destabilizes my work. Release me in the name of Jesus. Father, release me from that form of fear. Release me from fear of leadership in the name of Jesus. Release me from fear of doing things that you have already shown to me. Release me from fear of achieving my vision. Release me from fear of achieving my big dreams. Release me from that kind of fear. Father, Lord, I pray that you infill me with your spirit, the spirit of God that has power, that has love, that disciplines my soul. My Lord and my God, release me from every form of unrest that brings fear in my life. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen.